1: With Alex Golden and Michael Fachi. Ball loose. Give me one. Lance. Three, give me Lance. one Lance. Stevenson ties it with
2: 1.6. Duarte, he knows where the clock is, lets it fly, and hits
0: again. Halliburton at the buzzer. Captain push with another one. Brogdon goes
1: inside and Turner finishes. Halliburton oh. leaves it off for Batase. Go go. Good job. Oh, what a move by heel. He lays it in. Healed. Hotter than fish grease.
2: Dropped it off to Jalen Smith with the poster. Jackson the catch. Jackson the basket. Washington again. Five of them. Pacers got the steal. Outrunning his Brissett. Pounced it all. It's it to Taylor. Taylor missed it. Tips it in. Warren lets it fly. Yes.
0: Halliburton going to slam it at
2: the other end. Boom, Nation, what is going on? It is your boy, Mike Fauci, bringing you another episode of Setting the Pace. Alex will not be joining today. He's got some other obligations going on, but the show goes on, and we have a fun one for you. We have Scott Drew, head coach of Baylor men's basketball team, joining us. But it's not just Scott Drew. It's Scott Drew talking about Kendall Brown because who knew – Kendall Brown's game better than Scott Drew, his recent college head coach. So very fun one, went for about 15 minutes or so, just kind of really dissecting Kendall Brown on and off the court, as well as what he brings to the table. But before I let you guys go and bring on Scott, just want to talk about a few different things that we have going on. The shirts that we have for sale right now are a fire design. This is the best design we've done yet. If you guys are interested Please click on to one of our recent tweets promoting the shirts. You can get your order form into Alex. Uh, he'll be able to take care of that. They are selling out. We have only a handful left, and this is something that we do about once a year, so you're not going to want to miss this. But also, before I let you guys go, make sure that you check out our YouTube page where the interview will be with Scott Drew We did some video. It was a lot of fun. I mean, really, this guy is full of energy and great things to say about Kendall Brown. So if you want to check it out over there, if that's what you prefer, you can check it out on YouTube.com slash Setting the Pace, a Pacers podcast. Please subscribe. We're trying to, you know, really get that going so we can bring audio as well as video to you guys. Whichever you prefer, we want to make sure we got you covered. So let me get out of the way and bring on Scott Drew.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: All right, everybody, we now welcome on head coach of the 2021 national champion, Baylor Bears men's basketball team, Scott Drew. Scott, what's going on? Well, it's good to join you, and uh, uh, I know us uh, Big 12 guys, we got to stick together, right? <laughs> we do, and Scott, this goes against everything I believe in being a diehard Mountaineer and alumni. However, we're going to put our differences aside, because <laughs> I got respect for you on and off the court. What you've built at Baylor is extremely impressive. Just recently, you put two more players into the NBA, Jeremy Sohan and Kendall Brown. We're here to talk about, you learn a little bit more about Kendall Brown, because Pacer okay. Nation is so excited, and there's no one to learn, you know, more from than you. Well, appreciate you having me on, and uh, excited that uh, uh,
3: KB's a part of the Pacer organization. Um, I know uh, uh, how much uh, the. The fans value and love basketball in the state of Indiana. And I know uh, uh, the Pacer organization um, really values what Kendall brings to the table. And what I mean by that is uh, why the Pacers have always been a great organization is because uh, they want high character players. They want people that are going to be great teammates. They're going to fit in, not only represent uh, uh, the Pacers in the NBA, but also provide in the community besides just being a good basketball player. Uh, Kendall is one one of those guys that uh, he's never met a a stranger, um, never big times anybody. Uh, He'll be friends with uh, you look in the corner and he's talking to uh, uh, one of the janitors you like how do you know him I know him he's a great guy and I mean just. as our players say, he's chill, talks to everybody. Everybody uh, um, uh, loves being friends with him. On the court, it's obvious you can see uh, uh, what a special athlete he is. The NBA game actually will be better for him than the Big 12. You know how tough the Big 12 defenses are, how much help side is predicated in college basketball. And uh, now in the NBA with the spacing rules and uh, uh, um Requirements that they play with, it allows uh, athleticism to be displayed more. And obviously, Kendall's one of those guys. He will uh, become a more consistent outside shooter because he works on his game and his shot uh, has gotten a lot better just in the short time he's been at uh, Baylor, but he knows who he is. And what I mean by that is if he scores four points, the team wins and he helps on the defense, the rebounding, the passing. He's great with it. Um, He's just a great teammate. He doesn't have to score 20 to feel like he. He's contributed or helped the uh, the team and uh, he does a lot of the little things in transition. He's as elite as it gets um, cutting off the ball. He's tremendous and uh, uh, his shot fake and uh, getting to the rim is a uh, uh, special as well, but everyone's going to see all that athleticism in the next uh, uh, several years, hopefully with the Pacers.
2: Absolutely love it. I mean, a lot to unpack there, a lot to like, I mean, you really went through, through it all. And, you know, us Pacer fans, we want to win so bad. And hey, you got some ties to Indiana. I saw you went to Butler back in the day, I believe. Oh yeah, and at Valparaiso University coach
3: mm-hmm. there, and uh, uh, my dad and brother. Uh, we were in the Sweet Sixteen in '98, but remember all those great uh, uh, bowls, Pacers series. Oh and, yeah. Um, I mean, again, uh, the Pacers a great organization, and
2: it's a it's a it's a it's a great home court advantage uh, in Indianapolis. That it is. And I want to start from the beginning. What were your first impressions, impressions of Kendall? Because you're talking about this is a guy, top 15 mm-hmm. player in the nation, consensus five star and all American. I'm sure there was heavy competition to be able to, you know, get him to go to, to Baylor. But what were your first impressions of him as an individual?
3: Well, I think uh, uh, he's, he's again, one of those five-star guys with a zero-star ego. And what I mean by that is uh, uh, um, he's not, he doesn't big-time anybody. Uh, he went to Sunrise Christian and they talk about uh, the teachers loved him, uh, all his students and, and uh, people. It's a small school. Uh, they loved him. and He, he was one of the uh, uh, more recognizable players they've ever had there, but one of the guys that'll be most missed because of how he treated everybody. And again, uh he can go to any locker room and add value because he's a great teammate, gets along with everybody, um, very coachable. Um, and uh, with us, the exact same thing. Um, why we were able to start the season 15-0 before we had some injuries
2: uh, and, and
3: be ranked number one again in large part
2: was because of Kendall. Hey, I love it. And I think he's going from one great coach yourself to another one, another guy who's won a championship in Rick Carlisle, but also a very young and hungry team. We're led by Tyrese Halliburton. We just added Bendik Mathurin. So there's a lot of young talent. How do you feel like he'll mesh with this young group as they look to grow together for years to come?
3: Well, Coach Carlisle, I've known for a long time, going back to my Valpo days, he came up and uh, helped our staff back in the day then. uh, And he's someone that's going to love coaching uh, Kendall because he loves players that uh, uh, are coachable, um, understand their role, uh, are great teammates. And uh, he picks up stuff really quick. And uh, can play a lot of different positions. Can guard one through five offensively. Um, he played some point force so he can really handle and pass better than uh, uh, people might think when you see a six-eight wing and you just assume that 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 he doesn't have ball handling skills to read a ball screen and whatnot. Um, so he it, again, you can put him around uh, scores. You can put him around uh, uh, vets, and he's going to fit right in with uh, whoever he's
2: a part of. Very excited for that. I mean, his explosiveness, his speed, athleticism, there's a lot to like over there. But what do you feel that he improved the most on last year from when he entered campus to when he left? Well, I think uh, actually, is
3: is shot. Uh, he became a much better uh, shooter throughout the season. Um, but he's again, that will be the one area everybody in the NBA knows. If someone will work on their on their game, they will improve their shooting. It's so it's very hard to improve someone's athleticism, and uh, uh, you're not improving their height. So, I mean, yeah. Kendall's got the size, he's got the length, and the athleticism um, to be a pro uh, for many years. To be an all-star, I mean, extremely high ceiling, and if he can uh, uh, consistently improve that shot to where people are out guarding him, that makes it really hard uh, to keep him from getting to the rim, Um, but again, he's going to... The first thing is, can he add value to a team? And uh, um, what I mean by that is, when you draft an eighteen-year-old, they're going to be a better player when they're when they're twenty-three, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So, how do they fit in with the team at eighteen? He's going to he's going to help Indiana um, from day one because he'll do whatever's asked to make them a better team. When a lot of people step in the league at eighteen and they think I got to score twenty, I got to be the man, and that's not many eighteen-year-olds
2: in the league. Scott, you're about to have some Pacer fans running through walls because they are about to be very excited hearing this. But, you know, I regarded, and and not just me, many people regarded Kendall as a top 20, top 30 talent in this draft. How surprised were you to see him fall to pick 48? And is that a Pringle-sized chip on his shoulder going into the draft to prove people wrong? Well,
3: I, I I know the first thing was he was excited to be drafted by the Pacers. The second thing was he he wanted to prove people that he was the steal of the draft, and um, I know. Uh, uh, Again, this is when draft night. so many people uh, uh, assume that's the end of the journey rather than just the beginning. And that motivation from draft night, I mean, look what it's done to Draymond Green for years. He could recite everybody picked in front of him. And I mean, that fueled him to a great career. And that's that's been for so many. And uh, that added motivation will definitely be something Kendall uses throughout
2: his career. You know, if Kendall is to reach his Full potential over here. What do you feel it is that he needs to maybe focus on most, on or off the court? Well, I, I, again,
3: he off the court, um, there's not many things he needs to. He, he's, he, he's, in his, in his apartment or he's in the gym. So uh, <laughs> he, 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 he's a dream come true for a coach in college. Uh, he'll be the same for any pro coach. Uh, again, I think over time, um, I mean, you take someone like a Kawhi Leonard, what a great player he became as his shot improved. And again, I think Kendall, he's going to become uh, um, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, when he's a 40% plus three-point shooter, uh, it's going to be really hard uh, to guard him. Um, And again, he can make shots now, uh, but why you can play him so often, you know this, Someone says he's got to prove he can shoot more consistent. So what does he do? He takes a bunch of threes. So now you can't put him on the court because he's playing to maybe not his strength. Kendall's one of those guys, I remember early in the year, he catches as an open three, knocks it down. The next play, he has the same look, but instead of saying, Hey, I'm going to show you that, that I can make this three shot fakes. It takes one bounce dunks on someone's head. And again, um, Right now, uh, uh, it's hard to find somebody better in transition and cutting off the ball than Kendall at any level. So the rest of that will come as far as the shooting goes, but uh, um, he's, he's elite in that area right now.
2: A lot of young talent around him. Do you feel a guy that you're also familiar from the Big 12 from his Iowa State days? Tyrese Halliburton, do you feel like Tyrese is probably the perfect point guard to be able to get the most out of Kendall Brown? Because everyone cited their, their um, excitedness to be able to play with Tyrese.
3: Well, I, I, Tyrese is somebody that uh, really can pass the ball and can make the game easy. And um Again, KB's an elite cutter. Tyrese will find you. Um, KB's an elite in transition. Uh, Tyrese will get you the ball. So uh, he makes uh, the right reach, makes the uh, the right plays. I love his personality. Um, was a big fan of his when he played at Iowa State. I didn't like him as much when he played against us. Um, but everybody else, uh, I like cheering for him. And I know Davion Mitchell um, really enjoyed spending time with him, really learned a lot from him in his rookie season before he got traded uh, with the Kings and somebody that adds a lot of value to any NBA team as a leader.
2: Yeah. I mean, he has really helped change the culture over here. You know, the, the, the perception of of the team of just kind of being like, you know, a a playoff team. Now the expectations are, you know, they've rose to, now we're looking to compete and dream bigger. I think Tyrese was that first part. Uh, And then adding guys like Benedict Matherin, Kendall Brown of the mix, I I think is going to help take us to the next level. But before we wrap up, selfishly, I got to know, what's it been like competing against a guy like Bob Huggins for years and years in the big 12? I got so much respect for him, but I I know he's got respect for you too. So Mm -hmm. what's that like? Well,
3: first of all, uh, uh, Coach Huggins is a coach's son, and us coaches' sons, we got to stick together. And um, going back to when we played him at Valpo, and he was at Cincinnati, I've always respected him. But uh, when when we competed against him at West Virginia, you get a chance to play twice a year, and uh, I've become a, a much better coach going against him and learning from watching uh, his teams play on on tape and what they do and how they do things. Um, he's also uh, uh, an avid fisherman, and I love to fish, so we have that in common, Uh, but I was one of the biggest uh, uh, proponents besides all West Virginia Nation for him being in the Hall of Fame. It was time. Um, he, he, he's had an unbelievable career, um, given back to the game, done so much uh, uh, with clinics and uh, raising money for cancer. Uh, um, uh, again, Coach Huggins, uh, hopefully he coaches another 10 years because uh, uh, I love growing and getting better, competing against him and, and uh, a great
2: man. Hey, I love it. You know, I, While I'm sad to see Jalen Bridges leave West Virginia and go to you guys, hey, take good care of him. We'll take great care of Kendall Brown. Coach, I really appreciate you making the time and best of luck to the Baylor Bears this year. Thank you very much.
3: And uh, uh, hopefully uh, uh, Kendall gives you a lot to cheer for and stays healthy this year because I know some of those dunks will definitely be on SportsCenter.
2: I really hope so. And, and look, there was no one to hear it better from than you other than the man himself, Kendall. So we really appreciate you, coach. And uh, hey, hopefully one day we'll have you back on. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're back, and man, that was a lot of fun. Scott Drew, he's a champion, but he's also a a molder of, of great minds, the youth. He's getting players graduated. He's getting players in the NBA. Look, I had to put aside my differences as a West Virginia Mountaineer alumni. Baylor's our rival, but you know what? For the greater common good of Kendall Brown and the Indiana Pacers, we were able to work out our differences So hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Before we go, want you guys to, uh, you know, one last reminder, if you could leave us a five-star rating, and review uh, on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is that you use, not only would it really help us out, but if you send a screenshot of that review to Alex's email, alexgoldenmba at gmail.com, you're going to be entered in our raffle for either a Pacers jersey of your choice could be talking about Ben Nick Matherin, Tyrese Halbert, whatever you want, or a Jermaine O'Neal autograph card, or a Setting the Pace T-shirt, whatever it is that you guys prefer. We want to be able to give back to you guys because you've given so much to Alex and I. You truly are what makes this show keep coming, what keeps us hungrier to get better guests, better coverage. Anything you can think of, we want to be able to give back. So really appreciate you guys. You can find us on Twitter at Setting the Pace Three. You can find Alex on Twitter at NBA I can be found on Twitter at underscore F-A-C-C-I. You can find us on Facebook at Setting the Pace. You can find us on TikTok at Setting the Pace. You can find us on Instagram at Pacers Talk. And lastly, you can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Setting the Pace, a Pacers podcast. And at the end of the day, if I can hit you with these three words, I'm going to do it. Let's go Pacers!
1: mypatriotsupply.com